Welcome back to Riot Underground. You've found us, the place where you hear from instigators who are changing the world with disruptive technology. I'm your host, Sarah Glova, and in these next few episodes, we're going to be hearing from startups who just graduated from RAP. So RAP stands for the Riot Accelerator Program, and I'm going to be asking these startups what it was really like to participate in a startup accelerator like RAP. So a bit of background here. So for these startups, participating in RAP was 12 intense weeks of working on their companies, working alongside other startups, working with the Riot team. So you're going to get to hear their perspective on what that experience was really like and, and what they got out of it. So in the studio with me today for this episode is two of those startups. First, we have Greenstream Technologies. They're an environmental technologies firm. And if you were at the Riot Pitch Night event, then you know that their first product is an autonomous flood sensor network. So Greenstream's flood sensor network lets people know when and where roads are flooded, tells them how deep those water levels are, and lets them know when it's getting better. And our second startup in here with us today is SafeZone. So SafeZone has a fully automated gunfire detection system that features a cloud-based machine learning detector, which can notify you within seconds of the room in which a gunshot occurred. And this is a little bit like the championship circle, right? So Greenstream and SafeZone, you all were the big winners at our pitch night, right? That's true. We were. Yeah. So Greenstream won the you won the judges' vote, and Safe Zone won the audience favorite. So nice to have a little championship round to kick us off. Well, thank you all so much for being here. So let's kick this off with the traditional Riot Underground start, so that our listeners can get a visual for who's in the studio. So Jim, I'll start with you, CEO and co-founder of Greenstream. If you could pick any celebrity to play you in a movie about you, who would you pick? Kevin Costner. Nice. Okay, <laughs> Kevin Costner. I like it. All right. So Karen, you're co-founder of Greenstream as well. And also COO, who would you pick to play you in a movie about you? It would be Diane Keaton. That's a really good answer. Okay. So Kevin Costner and Diane Keaton from Greenstream. Thank you so much for joining us. And then John, I know that you are calling into our episode today, but we plan on drawing a little stick figure um, to represent you anyway. So what celebrity lookalike should we try to do for our, our stick figure? So it's funny, actually, I got this question not too long ago, and I decided that if there was a movie about my life, it would probably be a comedy, and um, I would be played by Seth Rogen. Oh, oh, excellent. Okay, well, Seth, we are so glad to have you in here as well. I'll kick us off with an easy question to start us off with helping people imagine why somebody might participate in an accelerator program like RAP. So what what is something that was helpful or what was most helpful about participating in an accelerator program like the Ride Accelerator Program, like RAP? Well, first of all, I'll start by saying that I don't think there is quite another accelerator program like RAP. <laughs> I think RAP is pretty unique. I don't know all the accelerator programs, but for me, the most helpful thing was that it is focused on IoT, on mm -hmm. the Internet of Things. So this is a revolutionary change. It's you know part of uh, Industry 4.0. And so that means that mentors and program directors uh, everyone involved can't just be giving business recipes. Mm -hmm. uh, so what was really helpful for me was that we were focused on IoT and we got really smart questions and you know good experiences to help us find our own answers. 
And to your point, there are so many accelerators out there now. So maybe some advice that any startup can take is really finding the one that fits with your niche, that's going to have the mentors you need, the information that you need. So John, I'm curious to hear your perspective from the safe zone side. Was it similarly helpful for, for you to have that IoT focus? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, finding people who have experience in IoT and in hardware, as opposed to just software companies or software startups, has been kind of challenging. And having the mentorship through the Riot Startup Program, being able to connect with people who have a lot of really up-close, hands-on, first-hand experience with IoT and with hardware development and developing businesses based on those concepts, uh, that's been extremely helpful. Excellent. Did you have something to add, Jim? I saw your head nod a little bit. Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> going to say it, focusing on IoT really helps you tailor this program for companies like us. Um, but it also helps you take it beyond just the typical accelerator formula. Or, hmm, what um, do you mean? Um, well, I felt like every workshop really was pertinent to us. I mean, I learned something from every workshop. I really did enjoy the one-on-ones. I mean, I feel like that... You know, everyone at Riot really was focused on what is your business and what can we do to help adjust you and tailor you. And it was all very good, helpful advice. But also, it seems like they pay attention to us even after hours. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What I mean is we've gotten a lot of recommendations, a lot of connections with customers, a lot of connections with other organizations for services that we need that are local. So we're not having to go outside the area to find those. And that's really helped us. It's so really going been- beyond that workshop content, the specific curriculum, just plugging into a network. You feel like this has been a gateway to that. Oh, yeah. It's definitely plugging into a network and, you know, a community more. Mm-hmm. You know, I almost think of it more like a community. Mm-hmm. So we had been contemplating a move to the Triangle for some time and we were attracted by the tech community here. We're attracted by industry. We're attracted by the top companies, um, also the entrepreneurial support network. I mean, entrepreneurship is almost like a sport down here. (laughs) So we've been looking at it for a while, but getting accepted into the RAP program was something that actually was the catalyst that made us move down here. And we haven't just traveled for this. We, We are moving. That's right. You've relocated. Yeah, well, um, Riot has a presence in so many places across the country, but being based here and seeing that this area is being built as a center of excellence, we enjoy the opportunity to bring other organizations here. But I think one of my favorite quotes now going forward is in North Carolina, entrepreneurship is like a sport. <laughs> That's great. I really like that because we uh, don't mess around with sports here, especially in the, you know, in the triangle area, we have some pretty big rivalries. So that's a lot of fun. I think we can, we can play with that. But of course, we, thinking of a group like Safe Zone, where um, as you grow, there are going to be team members located in different spaces. And so making sure that there are team members that can plug into this triangle community and um, the way that Safe Zone did that is such a such a great model and john we've really enjoyed having your team have a presence here yeah we've certainly enjoyed being part of it uh, you know we've learned a lot and we've been able to grow a lot through this process of the accelerator which is essentially that's the goal right you're you're trying to accelerate your experience and cram however many years of, of knowledge that other people can lend to you into the span of a, a short program and, and gain all of the benefits of that Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, it's been a great experience. I love that. 
um, kind of cram because you're right with the accelerator model with RAP, it's the 12 weeks specifically trying to cram as much as we can. So now that you're on the other side of those 12 weeks, I wanted to ask, what's been something that's maybe surprised you? So obviously you, you knew what an accelerator was when you joined. Um, you knew a little bit about RAP and, and about Riot, but what's something that maybe surprised you about participating in the Riot Accelerator program? I guess we were surprised by the exposure that we got, um, expecting it, but again, surprised at the volume of it. And mm -hmm. I think in particular, it was the social media bump that really surprised us. So thank you for all the retweets. But the big surprise was that Tom Snyder himself was on every single tweet. He liked and retweeted everything. I wasn't expecting that. That's, so Riot's executive director, Tom Snyder, he, uh, I've, people have asked me before if another team member, like if someone on our team manages his account, <laughs> like oh, if we yeah. have like an intern that may, and it's certainly not, it is all Tom and he loves to support the startups and share and promote and amplify. And um, you'll continue to see that as you keep going. That is not just an in the accelerator yeah. thing. And it's not a trivial thing because he has a very valuable Twitter tribe. Yeah. And so having someone with that kind of platform to amplify what you're doing, that's a big part of, of what an accelerator should do. So now that you're on the other side of it and thinking through some of the benefits of it, what advice do you have for other startups who are either thinking about whether or not they should do an accelerator or are maybe about to apply or start one? Like, what do you either wish you knew or what was helpful for you to know as you evaluated whether or not something like RAP was going to be helpful for you at your stage? The phrase that comes to mind is choose wisely. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you pointed out earlier, you know, because you know Riot and RAP is focused in IoT, it's hugely effective, and I for, think for your organization since that matches what your focus is exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think, and my advice is to look for accelerator programs that do fit what you do, um, so that you can take advantage of this type of setup. So it can be tailored to you. You know, we have a friend that's going through another program and. I would occasionally talk to her and say, guess what we did today in the workshop? She goes, oh, I wish we could have done that. Mm, yep. <laughs> right. So uh, <laughs> I think it's more of that. It's just, really, yeah. you know, stay focused and look for the right program, the one that fits your needs. That's great. One of my favorite things about meeting people who are starting their own startup or who have their own new business ideas is seeing these different problems and the different approaches that people take to them. Because a lot of times, I'll often learn new things just by having a conversation with somebody who's in an industry that I've never even heard of. And those are the most rewarding conversations. Uh, you can come away with interesting things that, oh, you know, I wouldn't have thought about approaching this problem this way and getting that input from a lot of different people who are solving similar problems but in different industries or in different ways uh, is always invaluable. That's great. And I wanted to ask too, well, two things there. So something that, as you were describing that, John, I couldn't help but think, you know, we've been talking about how specific the Riot Accelerator program is within IoT, but something we have to clarify too is it's also pretty diverse. We take startups that are at different stages. We have some that are focused on consumer products, some focused on something in the health space. So we do try to make sure that there's a mix specifically for that reason, because you can learn a lot from working with someone alongside someone who has different challenges than you, but the tech might still be applicable. So one other thing I wanted to ask, uh, after these 12 weeks and after the really exciting pitch night, are there startups that you just can't wait to see what they do next? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
So who are you excited to follow now that the program's coming to an end? So one of the things I liked about the programs, every team had a great idea. Mm-hmm. You know, and you want to watch them all. The one that I'm just is stuck in my head is Pure Loom. Yeah. I like the idea. I think there's lots of potential with that. And I'm just really curious to see. That's the smart lighting system, more in tune with circadian rhythm and uh, with that potential of adapting to each person's individual preferences. Yeah, I found myself thinking a lot about that and, you know, even toying with, gosh, what if it had this look or this design? You found yourself thinking about their tech. Yeah, Yeah, I know, exactly. (laughs) It was funny because, yeah, and so I'm curious to see where that goes. That's great. What about you, Karen? I think it's hard to pick because every single one of these solutions is a life-improving solution Mm -hmm. um, or life-saving solution, and uh, I think they're brilliant. I think, though, if I had to pick... Sure, you know, some of the maybe more exciting ones are the ones that are further along in their development, but I think it's the ones that are, you know, less further along in their development that fascinate me. So I am also fascinated with Pure Loom, and I just loved having Pure Loom's lamps in our, yeah. in our office space. <laughs> in the lab, time. yeah, as we'd be working in the lab, and he'd have a, a lamp prototype, and we'd kind of be fighting over who got to work next to it. Man, that daylight setting, it's like a cup of coffee. It's wonderful. You yeah. should call them happy lamps. I mean, <laughs> very cheery, especially on a rainy day. And then the other one is Campana. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just such a unique thing. Pet cremation. Uh, Smart pet cremation. Smart, Smart and sustainable. Yeah, and yeah. Exactly. <laughs> by IoT. And I think maybe we also feel a special affinity to them. You know, there's a myth that startup is about, you know, young tech savvy people maybe all from California, and we're grandparents, and we're from the East Coast, and we are a husband and wife team, and it was so interesting to come into this space and find this diversity, but also find another husband and wife team. Yes, yeah. I mean, they've got kids in college. That Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it breaks the, um, like the Zuckerberg persona that I think it's pegged on startups a lot, but just if you look at the data, it really isn't the case. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually fascinated for following them. Yeah. For a good business structure and just a really good founder story, Campana. Yeah. What about you, John? I know you had a chance to attend pitch night. Was there a certain group that really caught your eye that you're interested in, in following now that the accelerator's done? Yeah. To some extent, I think I will follow the entire group, to be honest. And then, you know, not because, uh, they're also on the line, but because I'm located in Florida, Green Streams product is uh, it's also very fascinating to me because being on the east coast of Florida, watching water levels and being able to anticipate when water levels may rise and, and flood and that sort of thing is an issue at least several times a year that is in the forefront of everyone's mind here. And I think that's a, a product that could uh, have a really big impact. I know they're in, in my area. I know they're in the studio. Should I? I should let them do it. But one of my favorite things about Greenstream is I can do the slogan so easily since it rhymes. Greenstream advises when the water rises. <laughs> like it's so easy. You are a new spokesperson. Yeah. <laughs> Well, sir, I know that from um, what we've seen on social media and interest in that podcast episode we did where we reviewed all of the pitches, a lot of people are interested in following the startups and, and what you all are doing with Greenstream and with Safe Zone. So that brings us to our question of what next? So kind of two things here. I wanted to know if your perspective on your company or even your specific role in your company has changed 
since the beginning of the accelerator. So kind of looking back and looking forward, what's been the shift, what's been the result for you? And then also what are your big next steps? If you, if you can share um, what, what's coming up. So as a result of having participated in the program, we feel more sure of what we're doing. Before we thought we were sure, now we know we are sure Mm -hmm. of what we're doing, um, the value of it and how we're going about it. Mm -hmm. We have more confidence in our strategy now. And we also realize we need to formalize a few of our processes. It's time now in our development. Big next steps is we are moving, I think, from growth into high growth. I don't know if you call it scale yet, but this is a big step mm-hmm. in our growth for us. And um, we're also starting to get requests for applications of our technology outside of the government sector, outside of the flood sector, mm-hmm. but other applications for measuring uh, water levels outside in the environment. And that's very exciting. I can't talk more about it right now. Uh, but there are a lot of unmet needs out there that that we could So new applications for your existing technology. That's exciting. Yeah, it is. And that's the thing. It is exciting because it really is, you know, applications that really are just, you know, segues over or being able to leverage what we already have in place with minor. Right. It's what you're already doing, just a new market for it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, we're really looking forward to that. More to come on that. What about you, John? In the time from the, the program, when I first came into the program, I would say I was more closed-minded, and I was a lot more focused on the engineering side just because that's where I was more comfortable. And I think the program kind of helped to pull me out of that, you know, in-the-business mindset as far as, oh, these are the bugs I need to fix, this is the code that I need to write, and frame it more in terms of, okay, what do we need to deliver to customers? What are they looking for? What are they asking for? And it kind of changed my perspective on how to drive the company forward in my role. Yeah, that's huge. It seems like that's something that would affect almost every day, like really your day-to-day, your mindset, your annual goals, all that. Yeah, absolutely. It changes uh, It changes how you plan out one month, two months, a quarter, a year. Uh, the whole process changes. And in addition to that, leverage that to help make good decisions on which customers we're approaching, how we're approaching them, and then what technologies we're developing and where we say, okay, this is outside of our scope. We focus on this, we focus on this. It's really easy as an engineer to get kind of sidetracked on certain interesting features like, oh, hey, we can do this. Like, well, do we really need to? And being able to make decisions like that is something that, uh, you know, skills that I, I think I've acquired since the beginning of this accelerator <laughs> program. And then that translated into where we are today, which we, we had our big kind of hard launch in April at uh, ISC in Vegas, and we're in production now, shipping out to customers, and so things are, are moving very quickly today. Well, it's hard to end on a more positive note than that. So Greenstream, Safe Zone, I can't thank you all enough for sharing your startup perspectives. I've learned a lot from your organizations and what I've seen you do over these last 12 weeks that you were in RAP. And I I know I can't wait and so many people in our community can't wait to see what you do next. Congratulations on all your success so far. Now, listeners, we have two more of these episodes coming. So stay tuned, make sure you're subscribed because we've got more behind the scenes perspectives from these IoT startups that are now newly RAP graduates. And also a special treat really quick. We have a message from Riot's own Rachel Mullaney. Hi everyone, Rachel Mullaney here. I am the program director for the Riot Accelerator. 
You just heard from some of our awesome startups that we've worked with in our past cohort. If this sounds like you and you're an entrepreneur working on an early stage IoT venture, we invite you to apply to join our next cohort. Applications are closing soon on June 30th and our program starts on September 9th. We run a high touch program. We bring in over 70 mentors and corporate sponsors to interface with our startups. We provide free technical resources, a prototyping lab, six months of co-working space, and tons of connections for you to bring your IoT product to market. To learn a little bit more and check out our application details, just go online to our website. We're at ncriot.org riot rap. So check out the program. Uh, feel free to reach out to me if you need more details, but be sure to get an application in by June 30th. Thanks.